This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Crocodiles, Captain Hook's least favorite alarm clock. It's Friday, February 3rd, 2023. I'm Aaron, and this is my glorious, stupendous, wonderful, and awesome co-host, Chris. Hello, I almost burped. Yeah, I called you an O co-host. So, oh co-host, Chris, we're happy. Oh, you're here. It's like a hymn. <laughs> We'd like to welcome you back to another great day. Hey, but before we get started, I think we need to do a little housekeeping. Um, Chris, can we walk over um, across the street real quick? Yeah. Okay, let's go. All right. Door open. Oh, hey, Chris. Um, I always wanted to come visit your store. I always forget you're a small business owner. I'm glad you're here, AP. It's been a busy day. Lots of customers. But I'm running out of places to keep all my gems and rubies that my customers pay me with. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that is a problem. You know, now that you say that, you are starting to look like you stole a pirate chest over there. I I also have a hard time carrying these home. Uh, they're quite heavy. You know how weird it looks to carry all these trinkets out to my car at the end of the day? Yeah, I've seen you with that wheelbarrow just going down Locust Street. It's <laughs> weird. Well, I got an idea. An idea? Yeah. Let's get some paper and print pictures of our past presidents on it. We can pick the best numbers. Like, I don't know. I'll just throw some stuff out there. One, two, five, maybe ten. 50. Anything else come to mind, Chris? Uh, I'm not sure it's going to work. Paper. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, there's no way this will ever this will ever work. Eh, anyways. Well, on this day in 1690, the first paper money in America was issued by the colony of Massachusetts. The currency was used to pay soldiers fighting a war against Quebec. I didn't know that. That's pretty neat. Do you know what they put on the money? Chris, do you know what they put on their first dollar bills? I, uh, Quebec, Massachusetts. No, Don't read uh, ahead. Don't read ahead. I'm not looking. I'm, I, I have no idea. A picture of a building in Massachusetts. That's my Ooh, guess. That, that's a great guess. This took me about an hour and a half to figure out the other night. I did a lot of internet research and it was a picture of a hot dog. Why I don't believe that at all? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I couldn't find out what it was. I'm sorry. I couldn't find out what it was. All right. This next segment is called the question of the day. And if you're new to this, we'll ask the question. I encourage you to stop down and answer this question with those around you. Give you about 10 seconds to answer. If you need more time, pause the show and come right back. We'll wait for you. Here you go. Today's question comes to us from the glorious and beautiful voice of Mira McFall. Hi, my name is Mira. Would you rather live on a giant sponge or a cruise ship? All right. Chris, would you rather live on a sponge or on a cruise ship? We'll be right back with our discussion answer. All right, Chris. Well, here we are pondering the deep things of life. You know what? I gotta say, this one, uh, this one, honestly made me really think hard. I'm, I'm thinking here, like, what are the, what are the benefits of living on a sponge? Yes, what are the pros and cons? I made a pros and cons list. Uh, hit us with some, because I'm. All right, here we go. 
sponge. Let's start there. All right. You got to live on a sponge. Pro, they're porous. So if it rains, you got to make sure that nothing's like on a shelf because it'll fall off. So furniture's out. You're going to live a minimalistic life. Whoa, whoa, However, whoa, whoa. wait, wait, wait. Because it's porous, it, the water will go away from you into the sponge and not I onto get, you. I guess I'm picturing living on f- a sponge like on dry land. And then, I mean, this is very complicated. Am I on a sponge in the ocean like a raft or am I on a sponge on a desert island? I don't know. Or am I a sponge that's floating like a cloud in the sky? I say, just to narrow this focus, the sponge is so big you can walk inside the porousness of it. Ooh, okay. So it's like an ant farm, but for humans. And it's made of a sponge instead of sand. And you can jump around in it and have all the fun and not hurt yourself. Honestly, I'm choosing the sponge now because this sounds like Discovery Zone. And so for those of you who are not familiar with North Texas, the United States of America, there used to be a great playground store called Discovery Zone. It had tubes everywhere and ball pits and you could run around and play and get lost and do all sorts of fun hood rat stuff in the tubes. It was great. So I'm going to choose sponge. What about you? Cruise ship. No, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no-brainer, honestly. <laughs> uh, actually, I am not a fan of cruise ships. I've been on one once uh, for a job, but the job happened from as a video shooting video from 3:30 or something in the morning until 8 or 9 cuz we had to work when the the passengers weren't up. What? Yeah, so we had to kind of do off hours. Interesting. Uh, but I'd be done by 9 or 10 in the morning, so the rest of the day, I could do whatever I wanted on this cruise ship. And very very cool. You had you had off hours cruise ship experience. So it was very interesting being yeah. on a cruise ship and I didn't have to pay for it. So for did me, you get, did you get great food? I got all the food that they offered. Did they have uh, apps and zerts? They had, I'm sure they had all the things. Nice. It's just a weird environment. I don't know. I, I get it why it's a thing, but I also don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Something about it just seems odd. You know, the the buoyancy of objects in giant bodies of water really impressed me. You know, like the old concept of you can't be in a bathtub and float because you're not, you know, your body's taking up more space. You're not displacing enough water, but a boat can float even though it weighs a bazillion pounds and has a water park and a skate park and a roller rink and a discotheque and a Kroger on top of it. These cruise ships that I'm seeing nowadays in these commercials, it looks like a small city on a, on a boat. So I think I was on the largest cruise ship in the world, actually. I think it was Royal Caribbean. Maybe it was the largest one they own. So it was the mega, mega crazy because they wow. were highlighting parts of their stuff. Uh, and it don't get me wrong. It was cool. I'm not saying anything bad about Royal Caribbean, but. Um, and I really like not having to make my own food. I this mess, this section is sponsored by Carnival Cruise Lines. <laughs> <laughs> Carnival. <laughs> yeah, we're besmirching Royal Cruise Lines. You know, we got to have somebody. No, no. Um, Viking, but anyway, Viking that's River me. Cruises. I digress. Yeah. So I would choose a cruise ship. Because the sponge makes no sense. <laughs> but, 
Oh, well, that was a fun one. Thanks, Mira. We appreciate that. And we'd love to hear from you guys. What would you like to live on? This one's really unique. Would you rather live on a sponge or on a cruise ship? Send us your feedback at another great day podcast at gmail.com. All right. This next segment of another great day is our story section. And we are actually bringing this to a close. Today is part five of five. If you missed the other four sections, feel free to Go back and catch up at the end of our shows for the week. Started on Monday, ending it today. Uh, we are talking about a young man named James and his family as they are preparing to move to a new place. With that being said, here's the story. It was late afternoon when they drove to their new town. James felt a mix of emotions, sadness, excitement, and a little bit of fear. What will this day be like? What will the future bring? The street was familiar. I know that Jamie lives in that house. I fell down on my bike and hurt my knee there. This is my park where mom and dad would bring me to play. Will there be a new park at our new house? James asked his mom. Yes, and there'll be a bit of a surprise. In all of our moving and work, we forgot to tell you, but I think you will love it. A surprise? Is it ice cream? No, it's better than ice cream. You'll see. They pulled up to the new house as the sun was setting. The streetlights loomed overhead, creating pools of light under the trees lining the street. The houses were cloaked in darkness, painting them the same muted colors, and James found it hard to distinguish one from the next. Their house looked like all the rest on this street. Nothing special, no surprise. God, thank you for this house. Please help me to trust my parents. Please make this our home. Amen. The front door was normal, nothing fancy and not broken. Check. James entered the house with his backpack. He walked around and found a kitchen, a living room, some bedrooms, and a bathroom. This was all familiar, but different. He found a room with his bed and the big box he packed with his toys. You found it! This is your new room, James' mom said as she was walking by carrying a box. James stood in the new room and the closet was on a different wall. And the window wasn't in the same place. He closed his eyes and imagined what life could be like here. The empty room came to life in his mind. Adventures next to his bed and friends playing on the carpet with toys and laughing with dad over here by the closet. God, thank you for helping me to see what could be. Thank you for giving me hope, not just for this room, but for my future. You'll be with me. And even when I'm afraid and I feel alone, I'm not. You're with me. Amen. That night, mom and dad tucked James into bed and said thank you to God for the new home. James woke up in his bed. Before he opened his eyes, he had forgotten they had moved. The bed felt the same. He opened his eyes and jumped out of bed. He started organizing his toys on his dresser. Vroom! James heard Pappy's truck. He was able to come visit. James ran to the front door and looked out. The truck wasn't there. James didn't see Pappy but he could hear a truck engine shut off. James walked out onto the porch and saw Pappy's truck at the neighbor's house. And Pappy clambered out of the truck and waved, adjusting his cap and coffee in hand. Just got back from morning coffee with the guys, said Pappy. Pappy, why are you parked over there? James said, but slowed down as he finished. He looked up, saw his grandparents' house. His grandparents' house? James' mom and dad came out onto the porch and hugged James. Howdy, neighbors, Pappy said as he walked over. James turned to his mom and dad and hugged them tightly. Surprise! 
James ran crying, glad tears to his granddad who hugged him and wrapped up, wrapped him up in love. Now let's get to work getting y'all set up, Pappy said. The family walked inside and began working. James finished unpacking all of his toys and he took his empty boxes out to the pile at the street. Hey, you gonna build a fort with those? A new voice from the street called out. A kid about the same age as James stood straddling a bike and looking at the boxes. Maybe, James said slowly. And he popped open a box and dropped it down on the ground with a thud. And that concludes our five-part story. Guys, I don't know about you, but I thoroughly enjoyed this story. Man, Chris, thank you so much for putting this together. Everybody, um, we hope you've enjoyed this this week, and we hope you've gotten something out of it. As we studied the Axe methodology last week, we um, put this story together. When I say we, I mean Chris, and uh, we were able to kind of create a modern-day parable, I hope. So, Hope you're blessed by that. Chris, do you have anything you'd like to share about this story before we head out? Oh, no. I was just writing an example of a child starting to figure out how to pray and talk to God and, you know, use our Acts method, the thanking and uh, praising and asking for uh, forgiveness and confession and also asking for help. So I was just, just some examples of a person doing it in a fairly normal situation. All right, Chris, I think that's pretty well said. Let's cue the music and let's get out of here. Dear listeners, we'd like to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying what we're doing here, please share it with a friend. Also, if you take a few seconds to subscribe to our show and leave a review, it really helps us. We are the fastest growing family podcast in the nation. That's not true at all. But maybe it will be one day. That'll do it for today. <laughs> we hope you make what? When you jump from like two listeners to six listeners that's thousands of percent isn't it we are literally reaching dozens of people as we joked earlier (laughs) all right well folks it's been a great week chris it's been a great week thanks for all your hard work on the podcast man uh for everybody out there listening we hope you make it another great day hey chris I'm, i'm still here what do you what do you think happened to that monkey, that space monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been worried about him. <laughs> I hope he's uh, colonizing a, a planet and living you know a great is, life. Man, not, you, not seeking revenge on pla- the people who... <laughs> planet of the apes? <laughs> not, not, not preparing <laughs> an invasion. <laughs> a monkey invasion, Dr. Dr. Zayas. And uh, Eagle or whatever his name was. I can't remember the monkey's name. Oh, Caesar. Caesar. Thank you. Not Eagle. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. man. <laughs> well, let's hope it. And if they do invade, hopefully it won't be the Mark Wahlberg version. It'll be the good version with, you know, oh, James Franco that, and Gary Oldman. That that trilogy was good. Yeah, I th- really enjoyed the Mark Wahlberg version when it came out because I was in high school and I had no idea what good movies were. Wasn't that a I Tim Burton movie? <laughs> you did? And you know what, though? Unlike, so here's the thing. They were reviving old franchises. We've already talked about this. Uh, unlike the Godzilla movie, they messed up because they didn't have a killer soundtrack. Oh, Godzilla yeah. Yeah. was only good because it had a killer soundtrack. They missed the mark. But it's hard to yeah. throw, like... They did not hard. miss the mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Walter. you're right. 